yourself. Hey everybody, it's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me as always is the Jack Reacher, never go back to my Jack Reacher, Bradford Oman. Ah, fuck you. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Tom Cruise sucks. Whoa! Oh, you're a piece of shit. And then the the Jack Re- uh, the Reacher to my Jack Reacher the the show because mm-hmm. you like TV. I do. Nate Lauks. I, I am tall and handsome. Like you him. are. You're very tall. Mm-hmm. What are you six four? I'm six five. We've had this conversation. I know. I keep forgetting. I think. I, I think. Uh, what the fuck? He, like I've heard Reacher's pretty good. I just get the fucking like shit shit ass <laughs> sequel. You're a fan of Tom Cruise, are you not? Not that movie. That movie's garbage. That movie's garbage. It's it's one of the largest fall offs from yeah, good movie to bad. bad. It's bad. It's bad. That that's that's why it's you. I, <laughs> I mean, I think you just kind of proved my point. So I, like, moving just, on. I, like, I actually have watched the TV show and I enjoy it. I, no, the it's, TV show. I've heard it's good for dads. It is. Great. It is. Good. <laughs> it is. Hey, fits the bill. Yep. <laughs> liking liking it very much. Um, hey, happy Super Bowl, guys! Yeah, we just saw the 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 Swifty Bowl. Yeah, I was so happy for Travis Kelsey. I was too. Fuck Travis Kelsey, man. <laughs> He'll never just get old. Hates Travis Kelsey. I, uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Travis Kelsey. You fucking drunk ape. He, he wasn't, wasn't drunk. drunk. Can you imagine what could he's like? When he's <laughs> yeah, I, I could. I don't even. Know, who knows what he's like when he's drunk? He's probably fucking street lamps and shit. <laughs> fucking street lamps. Nope. Pretty sure it's Taylor Swift. Ta- yeah, Taylor Swift. She has the body of a street lamp. I'm just joking. I'm joking. She looked embarrassed. I do not want when to. he was singing. I think you're projecting what you want her to feel. I, I all I want her to feel is happy, and I know she's <laughs> no, not going to have. But that's Travis thing is, Kelsey. That is not true. Because she's happy right now, and she's in nah, love. She's just having fun. <laughs> She's she's she went the exact opposite route after things went sour with Joe Alwyn. She's like, you know what? Fine, I'm gonna get myself a beefy football player and fuck hey, that British hey, asshole. Uh, just just for our listeners, how how many how many people do you know and can name that Taylor Swift has dated? Three at least. Well, other than Travis Kelsey, or? yeah. Okay, who Jake, else? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, Harry Styles, John Mayer. Okay, any more? No. Tom Hiddleston, she, technically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very short lived. I think she did. She dated Joe Jonas for a little while too. I think every like teen, bo- teen I think, I think everyone, dated. Every, I think every yeah <laughs> person who started music as a teenager. Well, welcome to Go Joe Swift Jones. Yourself, where we oh, talk about the latest hey, Taylor Swift song. Hey Taylor Swift, we, 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 we like you. Is this a New York based Taylor <laughs> Swift program? Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll never go out of style here. Andrew Dice Swift. <laughs> hey, are we out of the woods? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Oh my god! <laughs> I know the the album that comes out after she breaks up with Travis Kelsey is going to be a banger. I mean, she's already got an album coming out now in April. She just announced it at the Grammys. I do love that you know that. All right. Of course, I watched the Grammys. Fair enough. Dua Lipa was there, um, but no, it's uh, the Super Bowl was on. It was a, a a big production as as usual, and we're actually gonna uh, dig into a bunch of trailers from the Super Bowl. This is gonna be a little bit of Super Bowl trailer extravaganza, if you will. Yeah, and the reason for if if you're if you're wondering, hey, why why do they release trailers uh, at the Super Bowl? Uh, obviously, this is the last uh, bastion of collective consciousness that america and even the world still has focused in one spot yeah so you can still get very rare dude this many eyeballs. people watch tv at one time exactly so you Bowl can still does it actually debut a new thing that everybody will be talking about the next day i and will say super the- bowl 2024 was the most watched telecast of all time do you know how many million watched it uh of all time of all time i'm gonna say 80 million oh that's a lot what would you say? I don't know. 
123.4 million. Wow. I'm surprised. I know like the MASH finale was like 70 million or you know, mm. it was back when people watched TV. 123.4 wow. million. It's I mean every year if the if you look at the charts of like what the most watched TV programs are, it's 90, always football. 99% yeah. of them are football games. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're but, uh, you know we love watching men uh, get concussions, but uh, yeah. So they every year the Super Bowl, uh, there's always new trailers. I will say, it, in recent years, it's gotten a little more frustrating because uh, it's all about oh here's a 30 second spot that's a shortened version of a full trailer that we're gonna tell you to go watch online right now instead. And I miss the days when it was all about just that spot and they did something to surprise you. Like one of my favorite Super Bowl spots was what they did for Independence Day. That like that blew people away. It was no one knew it was coming. That was back before internet culture, you know, it was a big thing. And that was such a surprise. Um the last time there was ever really a proper surprise was when they debuted the trailer for Cloverfield Paradox and they announced the movie was premiering right after the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, that was even though the movie sucked, but uh, it was a cool thing that they did, and like, the, but there's just not really any big surprises like that anymore. Usually, we find out about everything before it comes out now, and it's, yeah, it's 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 this it's this connect. Get off your phones. It's connected culture. Okay, Grandpa. Uh, so Brad, do we have a sponsor for the Super Bowl? I mean, did the, they the spend Super, all their money on the, the Super Bowl? The, the Super Bowl is it's okay if a, they did spend all their money. A on the very Super Bowl. sponsored event. Oh yeah, right. It's so the most sponsored. If event. we want to just skip a sponsor, so uh, we we, we probably already have. We have some money in the account. Yeah, we yeah. have some money in the account. So it's the fine. trailers that we trailer time with Ben and Brad. Nate's here too, having a good time. Ben, let me ask you something. <laughs> Shit, I thought maybe I'd get away with it with the song. Do you like nachos? I know, I knew this is coming. This is why I was trying to move. Do you here. like nachos? I'm fine with nachos. Yes. Do you, you have nachos at the Super Bowl? Uh, no. I, I tortilla chips, tortilla chips, tortilla chips, tortilla chips, tortilla chips. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Nate, do you like nachos? No. <laughs> do you really not like nachos? I love nachos. What do you What do you add in your nachos? Okay, Brad. No, really though. Like uh, obviously, meat and cheese is a staple. Yeah, que- queso or cheese. Like, okay. like, do you like queso or both? I like I, both. It depends. Yeah, I, I like the traditional nacho cheese, like the you know the the orange nacho cheese. I like a good queso blanco as well. Mm, um, I made some queso blanco for the Super Bowl. Yum. It was great. Uh, do you put anything? Any other toppings? Do you do beans? Do you do lettuce? Do you do jalapenos? Uh, I will put. I I actually do like lettuce on a nacho. I know that's controversial, but I like. A little I don't bit of dislike it, but I'll never go out of my way to put it on. Okay, like if it comes like that at, at, at order at a restaurant, I'm okay with it. Put some pinto beans on there as well. I don't. Um, like, I like pinto beans. I don't like black beans. I don't, I'm not a big fan of black beans either, bro. No, um, bro. <laughs> but uh, let's see what else. I'm not a tomato guy. Me neither. Sour cream? I don't want them. No, I don't like sour cream. So I, like I, sa- I like sour cream. I like sour cream on the side, so I can I can have a little bit of dip in. I like it. I, oh, I, I, like, I, I like salsa for the dip in. I. I yeah, I will say that if if they do like a light drizzle all around, I'm cool with that. I don't like when they just put like a big fucking dollar no, in the no, middle. No, no, no. <laughs> cool. Uh, so what are we eating? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, uh, I got sent a very unique treat, and uh, you already know what this is. And when you out there, the listener, hears it, you're going to think, wow, that sounds like I'm going to throw up. Let me set this up real quick, because I did text you in our text thread yesterday yeah, yeah. and said, Brad... No. And you said, what? It's I, coming on the back. Oh, it's the sponsor, <laughs> so get ready. Uh, so this is a, uh, so I, I only just recently found out about this because one of the other snack accounts I follow on Twitter posted about it. And Brad, you're, for the listener, he's holding an airline sick bag. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does look like that. Uh, no, so 
So it, this uh, another snack account I, I follow posted about this. There's it's, like a snack culture. There's this. Uh, yeah, there there are several accounts that I follow that are always posting. You know, on Snack Twitter. Yes, and Snack Instagram. Okay. Snackstagram. Snackstagram. <laughs> uh, there's this chocolate company called called no. uh, I don't know if it's pronounced Cho or if it's just T C H O. Um, but they, they're a, a small company that makes uh, unique cho- like chocolate squares, stuff like that. Um, and they ha- released a very limited edition flavor for the Super Bowl called Choco Nachos. N-A-T-C-H-O-S, like, like their name, T-C-H-O. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, and it is literally chocolate, chocolate squares that chocolate taste taco nachos? like nachos. All right. Ben, tell, tell the listeners what you think of this. I mean, <laughs> this sounds... Fucking disgusting. I'm gonna read you the the ingredients because I did post about these on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, and the so, name of their company sounds like a sneeze. No, it's not. Cho, 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 cho. So the these limited. <laughs> By the edition, way, thank you for sponsoring Cho. We do appreciate you. These limited edition uh, chocolate squares are made with cocoa butter. They have tortilla chips, garlic, chives, red peppers, oh. onions, cilantro, tomatoes, no. ha- jalapenos, cilantro. cayenne pepper, and extra smoked paprika. Oh, I was in until then. I'm I was allergic. In the, yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm allergic, allergic to paprika. <laughs> so here's the, yeah. you know what the crazy part? I'm not allergic to normal paprika. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm but going to unfortunately if extra, extra smoked. I'm, I get. I, I can stand a little, little bit of smoke. Of, I get hives. Extra, I ask hives. I'm gonna preface this by saying I had the exact same. Thought I was like, there's no way this is going to be good. I took a bite of it and to, to try it. That it's terrible. To try it, uh, first of all, it doesn't taste like chocolate because even though it, it is, a, it's a chocolate square. It, there's no sweetness to it. Um, but like, it's made with cocoa. But hey, Nate, do you remember how you like your chocolate not sweet? <laughs> but cocoa is naturally sweet. What's amazing, honestly, nope. is it actually perfectly captures. The flavor of nacho. Then don't, give me a nacho. That's what I don't understand. Don't, Why would I want? Don't it tell chocolate? me how I'm going to taste. By the way, don't 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 tell me don't over tell here. Me how to this live. is. Oh, I'm telling you guys. You have it in your fucking hand. Just give it to me. It's melting too. It's not. You ready, Nate? Uh, I right. think you don't, now you don't have to eat the whole square. Just take take a bite because I, I took a, I took a bite of half of a square. Oh, see, I accidentally put my tongue on there, and it, it was salty. Don't do that. Just bite it and then let it and let it melt in your mouth. Is it's, this like a? Is this like an adult? piece of chocolate <laughs> no and it's and it's very strange at first if, because, I get, if i get high because you don't expect it to to have the flavor it does but after you let it linger oh, you'll you'll oh, notice oh. the nacho flavor come what through what's going on here in my it's, mouth? it's i know it's so it's it, it is a weird sensation but the flavor starts to come through and the flavor is not bad at all no I, i'll admit it tastes like a nacho chip. yeah like it tastes like nachos it's it, it's, but, just, it's fucking weird. Yeah, though. it's it's the the fact that the flavor the fact that the flavor comes from something of this texture is like the it's very confusing it's spicy. to your mouth. It's spicy. I see, and here's the thing: I'm not a big <laughs> fan of stuff that is very spicy. I didn't think this was super spicy though, and I don't and I hate cilantro, but and I didn't taste the cilantro. It's just such a weird because like it, it does it almost like has the consistency almost of like a Reese's cup or like a, yeah or like peanut butter or, or, like, or with a, none of this a taste. crunch bar. It's so weird. Yeah, it, no, that, it does taste like nachos. Don't want my chocolate to taste like nachos. That, well, and that's the thing too is like I would never what want I learned more today. than just like a bite of that. Hey, to show, why? But but also, hey, I'm I'm glad I, I tried mean, this. Coo- are you? Are you? I'm. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm. I'd be okay never having. I think this. it was an experience that if I never had in this life, I would be okay. Yeah. It would be not one that I show I'm, up at the pearly gates. Yep. And St. Peter goes, first of all, you show it up the pearly gates? <laughs> Did, yeah, hey, I told him. I'm sneaking him in. Yeah, yeah no, Nate's going to sneak me in. So uh, I'm going to be under the trench coat. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> well, hey, then, you're definitely, then you're definitely not getting in because they're going to think that you're flashing again. <laughs> I can. Again, I am sorry to the uh, Heilman Elementary School District. It, it was an accident. 
Oh my word, that is still it's spicy. Uh, but yeah, so Choco Nachos. I think there's still some available on their oh, website. Oh, there sure are because nobody's buying them. No, they work. So they uh, they only made 500 bags. It's a limited batch, and I it's only 499 left. I I got bag 356. So so they they were so desperate to get rid of them that they, they just, just sent it to you for no, free. No, no, I I reached out once I saw it and I asked them. I was like, hey, would you guys be willing to send this to me? Choco nachos, fucking weird. Yeah. Okay, but they're not bad. They're just weird. Yeah. They have a holy fudge piece of chocolate. That yeah. sounds great. Hey, Red? you've had fudge before. Yeah, oh, I, oh, I'm no. sorry. I haven't had holy fudge from Choco Tacos. It's it's not going to get you in heaven. I'm trying. <laughs> I know what about right. we compromise on the uh, the toffee time? So you just you just want me to bring you chocolate? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. <Pretty> what. <laughs> yeah, uh, also, one of the one of the biggest drawbacks to this product that I heard you reading the ingredients list, and you know what it was not listed? Love. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, a piece of shit. I'm gonna pass. I'm looking at their on the website, and we've it, got trailers to get to, but is. we got to talk about movies first. Oh my! Word. We got to talk about the movies that we watched and didn't watch. I am gonna start with Nate Lauks because Nate. I wonder if this would be good if we melted it oh over chips. My God. Nate, you were supposed to watch Looper uh, last year. When? when, when? Well, I decided like a year ago, but technically oh, 2023, yeah. I guess, Brad, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So at least a year ago. Uh, you watched a quarter of it, then you watched half of it, then you went, then you rewound it and didn't watch it at all. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that he did watch it, any of it. No, he watched- no, I have, I've watched some of it. No, now you have. No, I watched the full thing now. Oh, hold If you say that you almost finished it. No, no, no. I watched the whole thing. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, but what I'm saying is I did watch portion of it before. Oh, okay. He just wasn't in the right headspace. He knew yep. it was going to be. Good. I thought so he shut I just it down. I needed to pray about <laughs> it. I needed to jerk <laughs> off into a pillow. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. No, no the, very different ways than Brad and I deal with our stress. <laughs> exactly. So walk me through uh, your feelings about the movie so, Looper. L- Looper is a movie made in 2012, I think, by Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. um, and so it, it is a film that is. It's hard to describe. It's it's an action science fiction time thriller. Yeah. Like it, it's all of the above, and it is fun. It's a really fun film. the The two main kind of stars of this are Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who play the same character at different ages, mm-hmm. but in similar times. And so I don't want to give too much of the plot away, but it is about... It's, um, it's uh, over a dozen years old. You're good. It, Some of us it, haven't seen it's it. It's been 14 years or 12 years since the movie came out. You're fine. So essentially... The Baker's dozen. And I'm, I'm never really good at describing movies, but so essentially... And this is a particularly difficult movie thank to God describe. You, thank God you don't host a movie podcast. Yeah, I know. Um, so so the, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a character who is a, 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 a looper. Or he... He there are people he closes people. Loops. In, the, in, the yeah. fu- in the future. I, I, I was yeah. just thinking. I don't know if he's ever called a looper. In the future, in the they are. But he is. Is he okay? okay in the Nate, future, you know, Nate, sh- 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 I know, the, but sh- the I know they closed loops. <laughs> in, the, in the in the future, they've discovered time travel. There is an, an organized crime division that I sends an assassin that sends people from the future back in time to be killed by these people who are loopers. No questions asked. They're and they're sent, assassins, right? They're, yeah, they're, assa- they're assassins. They're sent, sent back into the past with like uh, mo- uh, money attached to them, bars, metal, like these bars that are worth money. The, the, the they, person that's about to be killed yes. is sent back in time. Yeah, and yeah. Then, when he yeah. straps them as a payment for the person who's closing the loop. Like yeah. I said, hard to so explain. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt, not, Joseph Gordon-Levitt kill, so hard to kills explain. them, gets money, that's the kind of thing. But however, what this means is that sometimes there are the the version of yourself from the past gets sent from the future and you end up killing yourself 
and that's what they call closing the, the loop, closing so the loop. that there's no evidence it that you ever you from did the contract. what you did. Yeah. Yeah, and then so then you take all the money you've earned and you live the rest of your life up until you die. Yeah. Yep. But what happens to Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> is when his future self is sent back, which is Played Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Uh, which I didn't think was great casting. He, not, I like Bruce Willis better than I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that I just didn't think they looked a lot alike. Yeah, they, and they tried to fix it with some nose work, which know, is a little but weird. It but, was but a little clunky. Joseph Gordon-Levitt did do a decent job, I think, though, of, you know. I, I don't, I don't. I don't prefer Joseph Gordon-Levitt in these type of roles. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I just didn't love him in this. I like him in this role. Do you? Yeah. I, I just um, didn't love him. He's a good actor. So what do you he's, think about he's the movie, a good actor. The movie overall? Uh, I thought it was fun. I I, I didn't think... Um, like, it's not a film that I, I loved, but I liked... I, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I really, really like Emily Blunt. Um, I don't know if I've told you this, but I have a big crush on Emily Blunt. And this is a 10-year younger Emily Blunt, even, and still looks great. I mean, just so much fun. What I liked about this film is you get a glimpse of the rise of Paul Dano, who is a lot younger, obviously, here, but he wasn't a big deal in 2012. What yet, was he? Like, Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt was. He was a big that, deal. It's not that he was a, wasn't was a big deal yet, but, like, he he had already done Little Miss Sunshine, and he was good good in that. And so, like, That's a, kind of an indie film. It did well, but, you know. It was a very, very popular indie movie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, he is. He was still kind of up and coming around around this time. Yeah, I, w- I would put that to be, like, he's not unknown. He's just up and coming. He hasn't had a lot of work Yeah, but at, he's, the, at, the, at the national he's level. He's had such a rise since then. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, and he's such a good actor. Um I love any movie that Jeff Daniels is in, uh, and he does great in this. Uh, Piper Paraboot forgot about until I saw this. Um, she was a lot of fun. I thought it was a fun movie. Actually, it's a great action movie. I watched this with a uh, former uh, guest of the podcast, my son Finn, and he actually really loved this film. That's he what he it should. Was, yeah, because yeah. Finn, right. Finn's the one who has taste. Yeah, he does. Finn needs to no, come back and be uh, the replacement for Nate Lux. Yeah. Because I don't know what your problem is. This is a great movie. And it's, it's, like, fun. it's fine. It's, it's fine. No, you know, it's fine. When you, when you say the word fun, though, you say it like you're saying fine. And I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, it's fun. Yeah. It's don't fun. don't, don't no. use fun like it's more that. More than fun. It's okay, very, very good. I'm used to Ryan Johnson making great films. This is a great film. He did. He did. He made a great film. Nope. Knives Out is a great film. This uh, is yeah. a good film. Looper is a great film. Looper is a great it film. It is not a great film. It, it is. is a good film. I like this. I like this film. Looper is very good. You like this better than Knives Out? No. No, but they're two of different movies. No, but I know, but Knives Out is a better film. No, you can in say- always. You can in say, always a better film. You can say that, the, that this movie wins a gold medal and so does uh, Knives Out. Yeah. You know, they don't, one doesn't have to come second. They, they can both be very, very good movies. Yeah. But one is a great movie. They're both great movies. Yeah, they're both great No, movies. they're not both great. They are. No, they are, though. No, no, no! I, I asked somebody. They're not. No, they're not. <laughs> uh, Looper's a great movie. Brothers Bloom is a great movie. Star Wars: Last Jedi is a great movie. Knives Out is a great movie. Ryan Johnson is a great director. Yeah, have you he, seen Brick? He, yeah, you I've not seen Brick. Brick. I don't think Brick is so good. Is it? Yeah. Um, I saw another film. Co-host of a movie podcast. Yeah, doesn't even like movies anymore. I saw another film. Um, a film that I watched today before we recorded this. Another film I watched with. Um, uh, son Finn, uh, he usually is down to whatever film I need to watch. He's like, I'll watch it with you, Dad. Um, uh, a film called Gold. Gold. I love gold. I love gold. <laughs> pipe and a pancake. And this is uh, This is kind it's of a, a pipe and a cripe. I thought it was pipe and a pancake because hmm. of the alliteration. No, nope, I'm wrong. It's smoking a pancake. Yeah, smoking a pancake. Bong and a blitz. Bong and a blitz. Pipe and a cripe. Okay, cool. cigar, fine. Cigar and a waffle. That's from that's from Goldfinger. 
It's been well documented on this podcast that I have a crush on Bryce Dallas Howard, and you gave me a film with Bryce Dallas Howard, and I'm really I didn't great, even remember that. Grateful for that. Um, I just remember Matthew McConaughey's performance in this movie. Which Matthew McConaughey, who's this. got some hair issues in this. Yeah, no, it's got some incredible <laughs> hair issues in this. So this is about a, a a story where Matthew McConaughey it it opens up with him. Um, kind of Craig T. Nelson is his dad and he admires his dad. His dad owns this company and you can just tell he just loves his dad. And then fast forward, his dad dies and what, 8, 10, 15 years, I don't forget what it is. And all of the wealth that his family has built and made is gone. And he's, Matthew McConaughey is clearly not the man that his dad was. And he's trying to last ditch effort. Yeah, get money, like salvage this. Um, And he ends up. Have you seen this, Brad? Uh, I haven't seen gold. Oh, really? So he ends up essentially in, I think, Indonesia was the country, and he's trying to find gold there and and trying to open a gold mine, and he gets malaria, and um, he gets really sick. And at this time, this um, um, what 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 is the rock uh, geologist? The geologist who's played by. Um, uh, Edgar Ramirez. What is his name? I don't know his name. Edgar Ramirez? Ed- Edgar Ramirez. He plays him. Um, And the geologist, so he wakes up from this kind of stupor, this sickness from having malaria. He says, good news, we found the gold mine. And they've got this gold mine that they can make money off. He goes back to America, gets really, really wealthy, lives this life. Um, and then it, it essentially all comes tumbling down because the gold mine is not... Can I can I spoil that or no? I mean, Brad, are you ever going to watch this movie? Yeah, you probably. should. You actually should watch this movie. It's a lot of fun. I so actually really th- like it. This is a story of a a desperate man who and Matthew McConaughey is freaking he, great. Th- th- that's this. why I wanted you to watch. He's freaking his great. performances. I actually I, like this better than Looper. Wonderful. So it's a story of a desperate man that comes from back, a background that he just wasn't ever set up to take over, and lets it all burn. And sometimes companies, sometimes get, uh, sometimes people take over companies uh, from their dad, yeah, and they're not yeah. half the man their dad was. <laughs> and I agree. the company struggles. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. So anyway, it's called this movie's called Aluminum. By the way, I love that Ben knew exactly where I was going yeah. with that before. I was Did you say what I said? Yeah. This movie's called Aluminum. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but no, it's the rise and fall a couple of times of this guy, right? That's basically what this whole movie is. But the malaria performances and like the stupor and like the kind of that acting is very, very well done. And his communication with Edgar uh, Ramirez's character is those scenes are great. Um, it, it's just a lot of how money changes people. Yeah, like you yes. know, it's it's not it's not he's not just searching for money. He's searching for a life. He's searching for identity. Because that's what he had before. Yeah. He wants to be who he was before. And, and he, he wants w- to be his dad. And this, this time, though, he wants to have earned it. Yep. Uh, and so it, it's a lot of fun. And I was a little surprised when I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score. It's not that high. No, it's like 45%. That's the, it's a, it's a lover hate I thing. But really I really like this it, film. Uh, it was Curious to see what Brad thinks. Okay. Maybe I'll yeah. watch it sometime. Yeah. Again, you do this in New York. Maybe I'll watch it sometime. Maybe I'll give it, give it a look see. Me and uh, Taylor Swift, we're going to watch this together. Yep. It was a film called, again, if you've not seen it, it's a film called Gold. Gold. Um, and I think that's that's all I've seen since our last podcast. How about you, Brady? Uh, the last movie I saw. Uh, oh wait, 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 no, no, no. Oh, for sorry. Sake. Come back to me. We have trailers. No, but I saw Beekeeper. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I'll, we don't uh, have to talk about it if you don't. No, want. no, I'll, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you can, you can, you can talk about it. <laughs> so I saw the Beekeeper, which for the, for those of you the first time listeners, I just have seen twice. Did you see it again? Uh, no, I mean, I just watched it back to back. Okay. When I rented it and then I watched it again. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this in the last episode. Uh, yeah, Nate, you should pay attention. Did you see it? You saw it too, No, right? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. 
So the Beekeeper uh, film out right now. You should see it. It's ridiculous. It's so silly. It's so ridiculous. It stars Jason Statham and a bunch of actors that you've seen but you don't know because the budget's not real. But Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Um, People know who Jeremy Irons is. People know who yeah. I know. I say, Jeremy Josh, Josh Hutcherson is pretty pretty big name. Josh like, Hutcherson is really interesting because I think he plays like a twenty year old in this. Yeah, he plays he plays somebody <laughs> he, decently young. He always looks twenty though. I, I know, mean, but he's like thirty four now. <laughs> yeah, but he's in Five Nights at Freddy's and he plays like you know, a I know. It's like just it's just at this point. I like, told, how long can you be twenty? I told Hutcherson? Brad, and as maybe, long may, as he looks that good. Maybe I said this on air, and maybe I just said it in a private uh, message to Brad. It's one of those movies that is at the same time more wildly audacious than I thought it was plot-wise, but also exactly what I expected. And I texted you guys. I'm like, oh, so you're telling me, th- th- so in this film, the president is involved, all right? Spoilers. Listeners, yeah, the president yeah. is involved. Not Joe Bribum, but um, another one. <laughs> but um, so the president is involved, and he, uh, or the president. Let's leave, like, let's leave it spoiler-free here, buddy. It, but but you can imagine all the security around a president. Yeah, exactly. Add the levels of CIA and FBI yeah. and other people, and 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 the beekeeper just tears through. And Jason well, yeah, Statham doesn't even break it's a not sweat. Even a sweat that's his broken. job. Yeah, yeah. oi. Yeah. And so, and that's what you want. You yeah. just want that's all. Want. And there's such great choreography. It's just so it's silly and over silly the top. Silly and wonderful. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, perfect. All right, now you, Brad. Uh, I was treated to a movie today. Oh boy. Um, it's 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 one that everybody's been talking about. It's one that everyone's really excited to see. Um, pe- people. People are saying. People are saying. Uh, Oscar winner. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna say awards uh, winner. I, I'm gonna say awards winner. I'm gonna say uh, box office champion. I'm gonna say critically acclaimed. Um, None of those things apply to this movie. N- yeah, I'm gonna, gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say those because uh, <laughs> I saw Madam Web, uh, the the latest attempt by Sony to capitalize on the roster of characters from Spider-Man comics, uh, characters who aren't Spider-Man. Um, and so far, they've been mostly uh, misses. They they tried with Morbius. Uh, Venom has been their most successful, and that's saying something because Venom's still fraught with plenty plenty of problems. Yeah, and the sequel was not very good. And uh, this is the latest attempt. Dakota Johnson stars in this, and uh, she plays a character that does come from Marvel Comics from Spider Man, uh, and it's this character who can basically see uh, the future, and then can, I thought you were going to say can see webs, <laughs> can thus adjust her life according to the things that happen it's kind of like a uh, a a snippet groundhog day situation where she lives through something sees what's about to happen and then she can kind of react and stop it from happening and so she sees that there's this guy uh, who's trying to kill these three teenage girls uh, played by Sydney Sweeney and Celeste O'Connor and Isabella Merced and they're in the future they're all going to be spider people Um, and they're all characters from Marvel Comics as well uh, and there's this guy who uh, worked. <laughs> this is this is the line. I was say, are, are we? Is this all necessary to talk about? Like, is it? We we talked about the trailer before. Yeah. No, I'm I'm actually interested. Go ahead. The villain of the movie is a guy who worked with Dakota Johnson's character's mother in the Amazon when she was researching spiders oh right before she died. God, <laughs> of course. That that famous line from the trailer. Um, and so he betrayed her because he wanted to get the spider to like give himself these abilities. Uh, and so he's basically like an evil Spider-Man, but he can't like sling webs or anything. He, he's Madame Dark Web. He can, sure. Mm. And so he's trying to ki- <laughs> sure. He's trying to kill. You know what, you know what Brad? Next time, just say fuck you, Ben. Because <laughs> he's like, hey, I appreciate you giving me that, but like, fuck, 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 fuck you, Ben. He's trying to kill these these women, and she sees it. She stops it, and so then she's trying to help them. 
Uh, and this movie is just a real bag of dicks. <laughs> it's uh, bad, is it? It's awful. It is. It's Morbius level bad. Do they it's just? Uh, do they do the, the, the? Is it kind of like the thing from the Rick and Morty episode with the death crystals, where she can just constantly see, or does she have to live it first? She lives it first. Okay. Um, and it's like, and that's the thing is like, it's done in such a way that it's not necessarily visually interesting. It's kind of just annoying. Um, How they have to like, you know, it's coming. They have so to show even the direct, yeah. even the direction is not great. No, not at all. The story is crap. Uh, the, vil- <laughs> the villain is terrible. They do this weird thing where the villain, he he has like I I think it's like a Spanish accent <laughs> or something. Way, do you know who wrote this film? The same people that wrote Mor- Morbius. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, but they clearly ADR'd every single one oh, of his lines. No, and and like to the point where they don't. Most of the time, they're his not even lips don't even match. Yeah, or they're not even showing his face when oh, he's talking, God. so to make it easier. Uh, so that's super annoying, jarring. Um, it's just, you, oh yeah, uh, it's just bad. It's just, yeah. it was just, it was really bad. So when 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 you go to these press screenings, not all the time, but sometimes they have publicists there, <laughs> and they, afterwards they 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 want to get reactions oh, no. from people. And so, and so and so and and they don't always catch me. Sometimes I just go and I just don't. I don't want to deal with it. Even if I like the movie, I, I don't always go out of my way to do it. But this time you get, sought them out. You know, he stopped. <laughs> he, he stopped me. He's, he's, he's like, oh, and I was like, oh, oh no. And so he was like, he's like, he's like, so he's like, so what did what did you think? I go, I go, Rob, I'm sorry. I was like, this movie was awful. It was bad. It was boring. It like it's just it's just not good. And he's, he's like, all right, thanks. Oh yeah, that's like, well, yeah, so, I, I'm gonna get fired tomorrow. But thanks, buddy. <laughs> so Brad, g- give me an insider into like how this happened. So these people that wrote this film. Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless is their mm-hmm. name. Also wrote Dracula Untold, The Last Witch Hunter, Gods of Egypt, Power Rangers, Morbius, and Madam Web. How do these people six or ha- seven great movies? How, how do you still keep? That's what I'm saying. How does he still keep getting work? <laughs> how do these two guys keep on getting work? That's what I don't understand. Like, like, give the three of us now. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will say from our other podcast, the Ten to One. Let's be honest. A movie goes through a lot of iterations from the script. And so you can write a good script that gets like manhandled by all of the studios. This studio in particular is not great about producing these movies. So I'm not going to lay the I'm sorry, but only Morbius a- could have never have had a good script. It, Morbius could have any, never. Any project can have a good script. I, Morbius didn't. There's no way. There's there. No, you, there there is a way. Or, or the mo- that director the, because, is because, so because, poor. because the movie. I'm sorry, Nate, but the movie Barbie had a great script. And it's about fucking Barbie. Like the 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 content doesn't matter. You can make a great script out of anything, any project. I'm just saying, any power, that, any property that, can be made. You good. would think that one of those films. So I'm would just saying, okay. it's, they, they maybe it's not maybe all their fault. But obviously, if you've got that many in a row that are just shitty movies, they've not made a good one. Maybe you didn't start with gold to begin with. Yeah, I mean, it's you. Yeah, they always say you you can't make a, a good movie out of a bad script, but you can take a, a good script and turn it into a shitty movie. Um, I'm not saying that those scripts probably could have been good movies in whatever form they ended up using necessarily. Um, and, and honestly, some of those some of those movies do have redeeming qualities. Um, Wait, which one I, specifically? I, I didn't hate uh, Power Rangers. Power, Power Rangers. Uh, I, w- I would say the uh, the high school stuff is really good in Power Rangers. I didn't mm-hmm. think that the Power Rangers stuff actually worked all that well. I kind of hated hated the suit design. I thought the action was crap. It's their highest rated film, though. It's yeah, F- that's 51%. also the the two things you hated were not script related, really. No, that's not necessarily true. Because, uh, be, well, the it, suit design—I don't the, know the, that the they... suit design is not. But the, the, the there is a way to write. I mean, you know, bad action, but like, I well, mean, still, but like, yeah. if you have this set piece that you done, and then yeah, you're like we can't shoot it that way. We got for budget reasons, we got to do this. That's something where I can easily defend a writer to say they didn't yeah, have yeah. control of that. But yeah, um, in general, yeah, the, uh, not the best writers, uh, not a, not a good uh, track record. Um, I yeah. will say though that these two developed, uh, which was successful. 
the Netflix special or the Netflix series Lost in Space, which was pretty successful for Netflix. I haven't watched it, but I hit it here. It was good. Yeah, it so. was a good. Was series. that the first thing they did? Uh, no. no. See, that's the thing because sometimes it was like when, in the middle of that run, I when, think. when you hit like lightning in a bottle, right? And then they're like, "Oh well, we're going to sign you to a development deal based on that." And here's the the next four things we need you to work on. Yeah. And then maybe get two more after that out of the goodness of somebody's heart. Oof. Yeah, of course. So yeah, Madam Web, uh, fuck that movie. <laughs> Not even any credit scenes. Ugh. Not, 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 there's not even anything. It always felt like just a separate movie that I don't know why they're releasing. There's not even anything like egregiously referencing like anything from like the Spider-Man movies or anything like that to make it that like that level of like fun or like yeah. you need to see it. The one thing that they do try, and I won't say what it is because it's like you can it, say it. nobody's gonna watch it. It's quote unquote spoiler, but like they they try to tie in um, Peter Parker's parents basically. But they never go out of their way to actually say Peter Parker. They kind of like so they kind of like tease it Are, and never deliver but, on and it. And let me. This is maybe just a, a, a non Hollywood, you know, dumb guy asking this. They own the rights. Are they, were they not allowed? No, no, they could. I think that they were just being playful about it. But it also just feels like the kind of thing where it's just like maybe they wanted to give themselves an out. So like, oh, maybe it's not Peter. Maybe it's like an oh. alternate dimension kind of thing. But at, or, at this point, uh, if I'm a studio executive that's that's doing this, like, I'm all in. Right? How much can we get away with? mentioning spider-man can we say tom holland in the movie like yeah I, you know rep as much success into this movie from other properties as you can yeah uh, you're not doing yourself any favors by being coy here it's bad anyway uh i also uh watched a movie whoa what no a movie moving pictures a movie was it a talkie i watched five nights at freddy's oh what'd you think uh i thought it was weird uh, <laughs> um, uh, I thought it was weird. Finn and his buddies went to see us in the theater, and he was like, "He didn't like it, right?" He said, "It's mid. Yeah, <laughs> it's mid. It was not no cap. It was not entirely what I was expecting. I'm familiar no with the video game series, and they did incorporate some stuff into it, but there was like a whole deeper story that I was not anticipating involving dream theory and stuff. This is why you brought up Josh Hutcherson, isn't it? It was. <laughs> uh, he was fresh on my mind. Um, but yeah, so like animatronics were cool, and for a PG-13 movie, they did some creepy stuff that was fun. But uh, yeah, I was, it's it's too long for its own good. This movie didn't need to be two hours long by any means. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was. Um, Vince said the one with Nick Cage was a better film. W- Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, he thought that was. There's better. just some really weird leaps in logic uh, Did, that don't make sense as far is, as like those things that certain characters do. I'm just like that. That's not how anyone would react in that situation. Is this does this go after the same market? Let's say of like a Goosebumps or like. Uh, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Than that, I right? would I would say it's more scary stories to tell in the dark, but like it's still somewhere in the middle because it's not as intense as scary stories to tell in the dark. It's not as light Ch- as, go- as Goosebumps. goosebumps. Uh, the the have you seen the new Goosebumps series on Disney Plus no. at all? That one is a little more I will say in tune edgy with. For, okay. for Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, I would say this this price falls somewhere in between. All right. Um, so yeah, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. You know, it was it was just just kind of a weird commercially movie. very successful. Though. Yeah, of course, big big movie for the kids out there. Um, I also watched uh, the Greatest Night in Pop, which is a documentary on Netflix that is very oh, cool. How is that? It's I, really cool. I wanted to see that. So this is uh, this is about the night that they got a bunch of the most famous musicians ever together to record that song uh, we, we are, are the, the world. world we are the world yeah michael jackson quincy jones stevie we wonder paul children. simon kenny rogers kenny loggins huey lewis we tina turner yeah we know, uh, we know. Uh, i'm going to list everybody so uh, let's talk. did you <laughs> say no, bruce springsteen cuz he was bruce there. springsteen bob dylan who do you think was the most out of, pla- e. out of place person dan Aykroyd. 
<laughs> and, I, and I'm not joking. No, no, I'm not. So that's a, kind of a famous thing. Yeah. Is it like Dan Aykroyd's in there? And yes, he was very popular. And they don't ever explain why he's there. But not really as a musician. They don't even mention him <laughs> being there by name. You just see him in footage. You're like, wait, why the fuck is Dan Aykroyd there? Uh, so Mike Mike Ryan, who's a, fr- a friend of mine, he's a reporter for Up Rocks. Um, and he he did an interview with the director of this movie. And he actually asked about it, and they they actually Dan did. Dan Aykroyd snuck on the <laughs> set that day. They had a small part where they did explain basically why Dan Aykroyd was there, but they felt like it kind of interrupted the flow of the larger movie, and it was such a specific thing. Yeah, they didn't really need to like so, did dive you into hear it. the story. So it's not even a, it's not even a story. It's just what you would assume at this time. Dan Aykroyd was a successful yeah. recording artist because well, of the yeah. Blues Brothers. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And so it was eighty five. So it was yeah. Blues Brothers. And know? as far as Dan Aykroyd remembers, he happened to be nearby. Because he was looking for a new business manager, I think. And he met with somebody, and this the person he met with wasn't a business manager. They were a talent manager. And he was like, well, hey, they're doing this We Are the Huge World thing. thing nearby. If you want to go and do it. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And again, we, we talk about that sometimes on our other podcasts. Again, uh, our other s- podcast is the 10 to the 1. The 10 to 1 to talk about Saturday Night Live. And sometimes you feel like, oh, they must have been in New York. Yeah. And, and had availability. Yeah, exactly. And so that, especially back then when... You know, you could just call somebody on a cell phone in 1985 and be like, where are you? Like, oh, a publicist has to tell somebody that this person's in town. And yeah, that's one more we can add to the mix. Yeah. I'm sure that's what that was. So, so yeah, this, it had this, to be something to get all these people, though. Oh, my God. Logistically. And so that, that's, that's a cool thing is the documentary is about. So Lionel Richie's a producer on it. He's one of the key people who he wrote, co-wrote the song with Michael Jackson. I forgot to say him as part of the group, but he's one of the, the major talking heads in this movie. And so a lot of the movie. Lionel Richie. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the movie is him uh, recounting. How they, they not only how they wrote the song, but how they determined and figured out how they were going to get everybody together. And so it's really cool, kind of, to hear. And they have such great archival footage for, that they recorded when they did the because the, they shot the music video and recorded the song at the same time. So that's the only way they could get everybody. Well, oh, so they're really singing in that. Yeah, video. they really got them all together in that one room for hours overnight after the American Music Awards one year in 1985. Uh, and it's just them talking about how they did it, and they, they they recorded extensively what was happening. So it's like they know because, and again, back then we talk about this a lot, where something blows up and you don't know that it was going to be famous. So like people threw away props from very famous yeah, movies. Yeah, exactly. This was something they knew was yeah, going to be huge. So like, why would you not yeah. record it, right? So yeah, it's it's a really cool documentary. It's a lot of fun to just is watch it everybody. Ninety minutes. It is. Yeah, it's a bre- breezy ninety uh, minutes. I'm watch. gonna check it out then. Yeah, you should. Cool. And um, I uh, and I was assigned a movie uh, by my good friend Nate. It's a movie we talked about last time because Ben and Nate had just seen it, and Nate wanted me to see it. And it's a movie called Self-Reliance, written yes. and directed by Jake Johnson. We talked about what it was about last time. To give you a brief recap, Jake Johnson gets asked into this dark web game show where he has to stay- Madam Dark Web. Stay, you fucking asshole. <laughs> he has to stay alive uh, for 30 days. Uh, there are these going to be these hunters that are trying to kill him, but they can't kill him if he is constantly in close proximity to somebody. And this is, is not a video game. This is his real life. This is real life. Just a fun premise of a film, it by is. the way. And this is a really fun, dark comedy, too. Did you like this? I, I did. I do, I do think that, in the end, it doesn't quite come together as like uh, in, as, in as meaningful a way, I think, yeah. as Jake Johnson maybe hoped. Because um, I, I feel like it kind of... It... it, it it pitters out a little bit at the end. Yeah, it it does, and yep. I, I I was hoping for a little bit more of like a payoff. Yeah, a, a payoff or like a, a more resonant like resolution. Because I, I agree there because and maybe I didn't even talk about that part of it last time. You know, now that we've all seen it, right? Yeah. Uh, you know it. Spoiler for the next thirty seconds. You know, don't listen if you don't want to hear the ending of this movie. But do see this film. But do see this film. Um, 
he gets into the warehouse where it all kind of ends. The game, he he survives. Yeah, he, he wins. And it it to me, that's I don't think that Jake Johnson looked at this as the audience is going to be waiting for a huge payoff. Yep. I just, I don't think he looked at it through that lens. Yeah. Because if so, he would have had something way bigger happen at the end. Well, I I think I think he did because but for him, I think that the 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 bigger the bigger payoff the the big payoff for him. Was that his character grew? Like that's that's the whole well, point. And of course, yep. But he also was making two movies. Sure, he's making a movie about self reliance, literally growth yeah. and being reliant on himself. He's also making kind of an action movie, and so th- when you're an action audience like I'm, like me, I'm the dumb guy that's looking at it through the, the lens of like this is a fun thing they're trying to kill him. I wonder what happens at the end of the game. It's not as successful of a path for me that it is for somebody who's looking at this. Wow, that character reached some real emotional growth. I understood that, but also I was looking for the action side of it as well. Yeah, I I wasn't necessarily disappointed that there, that there wasn't an action payoff. I just felt like I wanted something a little more significant to happen. I think because I, I, mean, I I think we can both be right. Um, sure. And uh, hey, do you want to also be right with us? Uh, you know, it's interesting because Jake Johnson was on the You Made It Weird podcast. With I mean, it's a yes or no question. But he talks about well, right. he talks about this right. um, this struggle with um, not. So he, he talks about, he said, if I could recreate the film now, I would have made it slightly different. And I think he's talking exactly about that, about yeah. the ending. I'd be, I would love to actually be able to talk to him about, about that and, I'll kind call of like, him. and kind of like dig in. I'll call him. Um, he's really proud of it. But he said, there's some things now. So not to get too deep in the woods, he's talking about the audience's reaction to a film needing to be a part of the creator's response to creating the film yeah. like that you actually have to think about the how the audience receives the I film remember, we talked about this yeah, yeah. yeah. That a little bit. and so so i think it, i he didn't say directly it was the end i think it was the end part that he was talking about yeah though. but yeah it, it is very fun it's it's uh there's some like twisted comedy in I mean, it anna kendrick is great she is she is um, as always and uh, there's some fun cameos in addition to Andy Samberg. You know, he, he's in the trailer, but there's some other fun little bit parts. I I also like the dynamic between him and his family. It yeah. Is a, because normally you'll at least have one of the siblings or one mom or whatever that really will be that support. But he doesn't have that here. Yeah. Everybody's like, "What the fuck is this? I'm at work. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. You know." But yeah, it was it was uh, it was enjoyable. I I liked it, Nate. That actor that plays uh, the 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 um uh, the 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 old guy that's with him. Yeah. Uh, isn't that guy from? I think you should leave. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It's a real, a real cosmic gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Yes. I just thought it was a fun film. It was a fun concept, and good for Jake Johnson for trying it because you don't see a lot of films directorial particularly debut? like this. Yeah. 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 Good for him. Honestly, like, it's a solid opening effort for sure. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I liked it. Did he? What what impact did he have behind the scenes on Drinking Buddies? Was uh, he part of that writing, or I mean, so, it's improv, but still. So, well, yeah, that's the thing is like for Drinking Buddies, that's well, like a, it's one of those kind of like mumblecore indie movies where sure. they they basically improvise the entire right. script. So, like technically, but was it a writer? But, but, but did but did he come to the table with this with his friends, or was it was he hired? No, I think that that was uh, that's a Duplass movie. Okay, isn't it? yeah, so I, I was confused because I thought that he was. I know he was involved with it, but I didn't know if he like the, was the, the films the, the originator. He's wrote a couple of films. Uh, the first one is Digging for Fire. Did you guys see that one? I did not. No, but I remember hearing about um, it. The other ones, uh, Brad, I can say that too. Win Shut it up. all? Did you guys see that one? No, I didn't, but I heard about it. Oh, Joe Swanberg is the one who did uh, Drinking Buddies, and he's in, him and the Duplass brothers are both very famous for doing mumblecore. In he also did yeah, Win it du- all. The Duplass brothers are fantastic. They are, and so Swanberg's good too. Swanberg has done some some good stuff. Uh, he he's done a, a more eclectic mix of things, I think. Is he also he did Your Next? Um, he did. Um, Happy Christmas uh, with Anna Kendrick as well. Mark Duplass did the League, 
Yes. But he also did Creep. Correct. And Creep 2. Yeah. And if you want to see range in an actor, yeah. you watch an episode randomly of the league and then go pop in Creep. Yeah. It's just so fucking awesome. Yeah, Mark, Mark Duplass has a lot He's of range. He's incredible. He's very funny, but he also can do a lot of weird shit. Like and... creepy, cringy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see Minx? No, no, but I heard about it. I did no. hear it's good. It's got like a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. HBO series. Yeah, HBO series. Got canceled. With, got canceled. Yeah. Fuck off. I, no, I heard about it. With Fuck Jake off, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, well, Jake Johnson was in it. <laughs> I heard good things. Anything else? Wait, what are you doing? Kristen Wiig's character? No, it was on, but it was on It was on <laughs> HBO. It got canceled. Yeah, so I was on HBO once too. And no, I'm not saying that I was. I'm saying that I know more than you about and, this uh, movie. Yeah, I know, I know a lot about movies. And I, <laughs> I, I, I once had a main coat. And this is not... The 10 to 1. No, I know. It's, it's be an idiot but it's then. 10 to 1 in the morning because we're running long, so now we got to get into these fucking trailers. No, you didn't talk about your films. Yeah, it's not 10 oh. to 1 in the morning either. Hey, hey, what film were you were you uh, given? I, I didn't watch it. What? 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 No, 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 to be fair, I got 20 minutes into it, but then we moved up the recording time that's of the podcast. No, 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 For, he, he, he had several days to get this watched. He fucked about. He didn't do it's what he was like, supposed I to do. fucked about. I no, was, we talked about having a piss around. You specifically said, oh, I'm going to have a bunch of time this weekend because I'm going to be sitting around doing nothing. Yeah, because my ass hurts. Yeah. <laughs> what else is new, though? When does your ass not hurt? Yeah. I went... The dermatologist said the mole looked weird, so he, t- he took a chunk of my butt. Yeah, okay, and, and he sent it in for a biopsy. And you chose not to watch anything; you chose to just sit around. Yeah, I definitely didn't sit around, Brad. Um, what did you do? What did you do Saturday? Don't worry about it. What did you do Saturday? I did treasure and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, all day. I mean, all day. You gonna watch an hour and a half? Movie? I went to the Bernackies and we watched the Baywatch. Or we opened Baywatch stuff. Okay, because that's not even something that's inside baseball that nobody even fucking. Cares How long about. did that take? It, it, we, I was there for three hours. You can watch a movie no, an hour and a half. Then I what went, was I, the movie is designed by the way. Then I then I went to then I went to a robotics competition for my girlfriend's kid, yeah. and it was a fun time. And I spent three hours there. Yeah. It was good. I saw Nate's brother Brandon was there. Yeah, my brother. He's was there. a fucking Hulk. He's so in shape and I, handsome. I saw you picking your nose. No, I wasn't. I was not <laughs> picking my nose. There's a photo that Brandon took of me across the my gymnasium my brother. of me doing, just like pinching my nose to scratch it, and it kind of looks like I'm just digging at it. And and you took a nap today. Yes. So you I can stand for this fucking- yes, what's, the, what's the point, though? If you didn't watch your fucking movie, might as well not even be here at all. I- if I didn't Who have a, does that? I would have canceled. Who doesn't watch their film? I would have canceled. If I, You're going to get canceled and keep pulling this shit. I was what was the film he was assigned? Whip supposed it. To, supposed to watch Whip It. Whip It. Whip It good. I don't even like movies about drums. Watch that trailer. Teasing some movies. Watching the clips. Break your mama's back. That's a real lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about trailers. Yeah, we're talking about trailers. I watched Ready Player One for like the third time. I watched The Goonies. Awesome. Oh, oh, good. Cool. So you did watch a lot of them. So you watched two fucking movies about Uh, goddamn treasure hunting. You couldn't watch your one fucking movie you were assigned. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I wanted to make sure that I was accurate with my $10,000 treasure hunt giveaway that I'm doing at the arcade, okay? No one's even to the point where you need to know that part yet. Just fucking do it a different day, Grandpa. I also also rewatched Margin Call. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I really did. I just I went down a rabbit hole online. And I was like, "Why? Well, I, well, I love that movie." Fucking trash over here. So I watched three movies. Anyway, trailer time. Uh, <laughs> it's trailer the, time. It's the Super Bowl extravaganza trailer time. We have the trailers. We have the fun. Uh-huh. 
We've got Ben and Brad and Nate, and we've just begun. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed I'm really, that he actually knows yeah, the melody of the yeah, song. I know, and I could tell the melody. Usually, yeah. he's yeah. singing a melody that none of us can Usually tell. Usually, he goes into he's a, like, oh, a, no, that was a the, second verse that no that one's ever heard Usher before. song, and you're like, I don't know that Usher song. But I was yeah. like, that was Mary Had a Little Lamb, and you're like, no, it was not. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so the, uh, there, as we talked about before, there's a bunch of trailers that came out. The first one we're going to talk about, technically isn't a Super Bowl trailer, but it did have a Super Bowl spot, but the trailer came out a couple weeks ago, and it's for a movie called Monkey Man. Uh, this is a new movie that is directed by Dev Patel, the star of Slumdog Millionaire, and it is basically Dev Patel doing John Wick, and I am here for it. Oh, my word, am I here for this. And I, uh, to, re- to repeat one of you earlier, uh, Dev Patel can get it. He can. He, Dev- he looks... He he's a handsome no, man. He, look, he looks hot. Hot. Yeah, seriously. Oh. Like he's dripping sexual. He's got that riz that the kids talk about. Yeah, I've heard the kids say that. Uh, they say that about me too. Yeah. Well, uh, not uh, as much as Devito. But yeah, this is so, produced, produced by Jordan Peele and it's just it's a revenge action thriller movie. It's which is it, it's directed, written, and starring Dev yeah. Patel. Yeah, he does is, everything. This is built for me. It looks awesome. Like the visuals in this movie are phenomenal. It just looks cool as hell. And it's so hard these days to not just straight up rip off John Wick. Yeah, it's so hard. This movie never feels like a John Wick rip no. off to me at all. It's got it. It's standing on its own. They do. It has some very specific cultural flair to it. Yeah. The the even the um uh the 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 Jay Z song. I, I want to. I don't know. I haven't heard that song before. So there's a Jay Z song in the trailer, and it's got. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Hover, <laughs> monkey band. <laughs> so do do they? Is it the trailer that's mixing in the Indian? Uh, probably flair. Probably, the, the, but, but I also I'm not familiar with that song, either, so it, it's I, entirely possible. Because that's awesome. If, either way, uh, kudos to somebody because they take a very traditional Indian uh, musical beat and they mix it with Jay Z. Yeah. And my goodness, what a, what a cool uh, uh, narr- uh, um, background for this the trailer because it's violent, but it's also one of the things that sticks out to me is like they're not doing things. F- they're not like. There's no fart noise to make a laugh, but Deb Patel tries to run through a window and it doesn't. It, it just he bounces off of it. Yep. But it's, it's which not, is what you would likely do in a high rise window because they're made to. It play. doesn't necessarily play for a laugh, but it plays for realism. Yeah. yeah. But it's also kind of funny. Yeah. So like the, he's definitely able to ride that nuance. The difference between this and Beekeeper, right? Yeah, oh yeah, it's not. It's, this is not outlandish over the top. You know a- anything? This is. It seems like it's like he's just trying to stay very grounded. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, it's so good. This, what, what excites cool me about thing. this too is uh, Jordan Peele didn't originally get on this film. Like this was not something that he. Yeah, it was like, after it was made. Yeah, it was after it made, and after what? he saw it. Yeah. After Wait, he saw it, actually. So he so he just put the money to like, hey, we need to we need to make this. Yeah. Bigger what so what he said is, he, this needs to be released in the in yeah, the theater. He, yeah. He wanted to throw a support behind it. He wanted to be in theaters. Oh, that Jordan Peele. He said it, so so kudos to him as people that love the theater good and want to see this. I yeah. really want to see this in the theater. Yeah, for well, sure. If Jordan Peele sees a movie and goes, I'm gonna back this financially so that. Yep. get in theaters then i'm all in yeah yep. and you should be too listener agreed so go see this film this is john wick in mumbai kind of when but does it's it come more out than that. it comes out uh, march 11th at south by southwest and then april 5th everywhere there you go all right amazing well, this has been go fix yourself shut up idiot <laughs>
Okay. Uh, we also uh, watched the trailer. Very rude. A new trailer. Uh, we've talked about this movie fairly not, recently. Not an idiot. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Your name. Uh, it's another great glimpse uh, at this sequel that is taking place a long time after the conclusion of the previous Planet of the Apes trilogy that ended with War for the Planet of the Apes. I'm still trying, man. I really am. I, I bought them. I bought all three. You guys seen him? Well, he only watched. He, I watched the James Franco one, and I just I, I'm trying to and watch. He thinks the other he saw at least part of I, one of the other ones. I just, I, I, I only just, watched all three of them just in the last like three months and i loved them really See, i told you I just can't. oh i loved them yeah they're great and I, the humans would never let the apes win they would just kill them with guns. so this seems like we're like rebooting to where initially this is where the apes were right where they were kind of like the the hunted a little bit and i mean in a, in a way i mean yeah. it's it, it's kind of this it has vibes of like planet of the apes the original uh in a way too but like this this still the story is still meant to take place between the, that first trilogy they, they just completed and the original movie. Well, James Franco is probably 65 in this movie. <laughs> um, this T- uh, The more I see from this movie, the more excited I get. It just, it just looks cool. No, it does, I will admit, it looks, it looks good. The visual effects are cool. I, I like the world in which the, the apes exist where there are still old remnants of our world of like there's skyscrapers that are all covered in greenery now and like the you know the bridges are all broken and everything but like the apes have evolved to like a new area they have like their own kingdom and everything and it's so very, it's very uh set design uh, you know very i am legend yes yeah but the visual effects look way better well of course but, uh, but like you know, the, the the what they were going for yeah well you, now you've grown over universe. you haven't finished the previous trilogy yet or at least the rewatch of it no are you guys going to see this in theaters no, because I need to watch the first two. Well, I mean, if, I, if you I will see those, if if my boys want to see it in the theaters because they like these films. They watch them with I me, probably. And will. if they want to, it seems like a film that would be fun to see in the theaters. Honestly, yeah, because the it's gonna the, be an IMAX too, yeah. man. Yeah, that that seems like it'd be a fun film. It's probably the only way I don't pause it a lot and get on my phone is probably to see it in the theater. So I probably have to force myself. But. Uh, this seems like a fun movie to see in the theater, so I probably will, honestly. Yeah, I think you should. And then Ben's an idiot if he Apes doesn't. strong, apes win, human bad. I get it, man. Well, what's interesting oh. about this one is all the characters from the other one are the, the kind of, there's some thoroughfare characters in the three that were before. None of them are in this. So yeah, this, this is, is all new, all new characters. Uh, so Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes comes out uh, May 10th, right? I think. Sure. May, May 10th. Show up at the theater May 10th per Brad Sometime yep, in May. May 10th. There you go. Uh, we also watched the trailer. This is the first trailer for Wicked. This is Wicked. the big screen adaptation of the famous Broadway musical that is essentially a Wizard of Oz prequel that follows the friendship that blossoms between uh, Elphaba, who is the Wicked Witch of the West, and Glinda, the Good Witch. Um, they had a whole complicated relationship history before Wizard of Oz happened, and Wicked is about that. Uh, it is a it is a big old musical with some very uh, uh, famous songs. That, a two parter that they're doing. Yeah, so that's the the crazy thing. So they're they're doing that thing again where they kind of hide that the movie's a musical, even though it's kind of hard to not know that it's a musical. It's point. Wicked. It's a full on musical, and this is the first of a two part movie, which is also kind of crazy because Wicked. It's a big musical, but it's only like two and a half hours. And here they're going to have like two two-hour movies, basically. So I don't. I'm wondering what they're filling that Featuring with. Featuring a and, new original song well, by Lady oh, Gaga. Well, always they always have <laughs> new original songs. Um. So, but yeah. So Cynthia Revo is playing Alphaba, the Wicked let's, Witch. Let's take the Broadway musical. It's two and a half hours long. Let's add nine new songs and break it into a two-parter. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I do want to say makes though. Sense. For those that aren't theater fans. Wicked, if if you know anything about like Hamilton, how big Hamilton was, Wicked was similar at how big this thing was. It's very popular. Uh, it was very huge. popular. Is that, huge, huge? is that from Wicked? It yeah. is. And uh, and it was it was probably one of the greatest musicals released. 
and had some of the most commercial success out of any Anna Gasteyer? She was in one of the variations, as yeah. was uh, Kristen Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth really brought it to life. Yeah. So um, Ariana Grande's What do you role, have against Anna Gasteyer? I don't know that Anna Gasteyer played any of them, did she? She, she was in she one was of the yeah. variations of Wicked. What? What was she? What, was she? what role? I don't remember, but I know she okay. was in, in one of them. Um, but this is actually the role that Kristen Chenoweth got big in, uh, playing Glinda. Uh, Glinda. And so uh, what do you guys think Ariana Grande is she going to do? I have my worries about her more than anything else. Uh, her look is confusing to me. Yeah. Um, she can sing. They really like, she can sing, but this is a very particular role. It really is. Uh, and they, they just, I just don't like her look in this movie. It's, it's, it's very weird because they like, it feels like they like bleached her out. I have seen this in the, I've seen this in the theater a couple times in Chicago. Anna Gastar played Elphaba, by the way. I didn't know she could sing. Yeah, apparently. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'm. You're welcome. I I I've seen Kudos. I've seen Wicked on stage. It was very good. Um, I it's it it's a movie or a show that would very much translate well to the big screen, but I'm just not sure this is going to be it. Um, it's directed by John M. Chu, who did Crazy Rich Asians, and yep. uh, I'm a big fan. He's, yeah, he does some good stuff. He's done some good stuff. Um, but I I just don't know. I I wasn't a, I, I, oh, I wasn't blown away by what I saw here. I'm I'm curious. You know, I'm I'm interested, and I want to see uh, how it turns out. But I I just don't know. I just don't know. Is this where Ariana Grande met her boyfriend? Uh, who is Ariana Grande's boyfriend? Ethan Slater. Sure. I was going to say Pete Davidson. No, he's he's uh, if you've ever seen him, he's kind of a goofy looking dude. That's her type though. Yeah, that's a lot yeah, of that. gives us all hope. Right? <laughs> a, lot, a lot of that going around. This is a Pete Davidson gives us all hope. <laughs> Selena Gomez, Benny Blanco. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, what are we doing Christina here? Hendricks and... Anyone? No, what's, Anyone? Her, what's her husband's name? Oh, I, I think they got divorced. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bon- Bongo Stevens. Do you really know. not know who? No, it is? I don't know who the fuck it is. No, he was in like he, uh, he played the, he was like a CSI or something. No, he, wasn't he? he was uh, in Mark Harmon, uh, Jeffrey Arend, S- Super Troopers. Oh, Jeffrey Arend. Yeah, I know. Jeff- licks the snozz. Yeah, yeah, I know Jeffrey Arend. That, that, yeah. He was married to Christina Hendricks. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. None of it all. None we, of we it have does. life doesn't make sense. Huh? Anyway, oh. Madam Secretary. <laughs> Madam Secretary is what he was in. So he's in Five Hundred Days of Summer. Yes. We have two more to talk about. Yeah. So we also watched the trailer for Deadpool Three. You hosting the podcast now? Yeah. Because I want to end with the last one. I like that one the best to talk about. <sighs> we watched the trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine. Not Deadpool Not 3. Deadpool 3. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure you didn't say the other one. I just want to make sure that. that you know how to host the show. Best but, for last. Uh, if you're going to host the show, host the show. Yeah. Like fucking do your job. Fuck it. We'll do it live. And this is the, the third movie in the Deadpool franchise. Ryan Reynolds is back, and they have brought Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine Ew, against all odds. Um, and this looks like a lot of fun. This is the first foray that Deadpool has into officially joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But don't worry, friends. It's still R, I think, right? What? Oh, yeah. It's still, still, R-rated. It's still yeah. an R-rated movie. Still film. fully an R-rated movie. Um, this looks like a lot of fun. They have the TVA come to Wade Wilson's door. Uh, and apparently he's like somehow uh, the one who can kind of like save the multiverse, as it were. I do also like that they're gonna have an, a meta joke about how, you know, oh, so I've got to be part of the TV show and not the movie from because the TVA is part of Loki. But they show clips from the movies. In, I know, in I know, but like, you. there's, I guarantee you, there's gonna be some Maybe. bit like, wow, well, anything is possible. What a, what a slight here. Um, but yeah, there's some cool stuff in here. You can see uh, the Pyro from the X Men movies has a quick uh, show up uh, in it. Um, they there's scenes that take place in what is called the void from uh, the Loki series, and there's a crumbled 20th century Fox logo in the background, which is a lot of fun. 
Uh, there's going to be a lot of meta stuff to play with yeah. here. In addition to and having Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. And most importantly, Rob Delaney back as Peter. Of course. I'm personally excited to I see uh, Matthew McFadden uh, joining the, uh, the MCU as one of the TVA agents. Uh, that's Tom Wamgans from Succession for all you folks out oh, there. Oh, yeah. That's Paradox. Right. Yeah, Paradox. Uh, that's his character name according to the YouTube subtitles. Yeah, so are you glad I put the closed captioning on? Not that? really. kind of annoyed me. Um, <laughs> but now you learned the name that he was playing. I would have learned it at some point. I yeah, but not, not tonight, though. Don't need to know it now. Oh, my God. Uh, this looks so like- You know what, Brad? You know what, you know what this the, our relationship is? A fucking paradox. So this is the fourth film in the Marvel uh, Phase 5, right? Sure. So we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Marvels, Deadpool and Wolverine, and the last one, Captain America, Brave New World. Okay. And that'd be the fa- fa- Great. five films. In fa- cool. So a collective box office of $100 million. Can't all be winners. I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 did. No, no. They, it they, did. They, it they, was they, a big, yeah, it's a big yeah. It's over a billion. Big hit. Uh, I mean, this, sorry. The, 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 how do you think this one's going to do? Uh, there's a lot of anticipation for this one. Bringing back Hugh Jackman is going to be a big boost Ooh, for them entirely. Th- this will be a. I'm freaking excited. Th- this about will this. be an enormous opening weekend. Now, yeah. if it's if it's as it's good July as July 26th, by the way, if it's as good as one and two, then it will have legs, maybe baby legs. Uh, mm-hmm. If it's not as good, obviously there will be fallout. But you cannot deny it will be maybe not a record, but like a huge opening weekend because people people are huge. They're like horror. Devil fans are like horror fans. They show up the you know to see it immediately. I might not remember this well, but how how are they bringing back Vanessa? They did it in the last one, time they, travel. Okay, it yeah. was just bringing her with Cable, her. Deadpool. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, saved her. So this is why he's in trouble, or why the TV. I, that's that's entirely possible. I mean, yeah. my assumption is that because Cable came back through time and put her back into his life, that created a chasm, and so the TVA is there discovering who he is. And, and he's not in this at all, is he? Brings him no Cable. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, mean not that maybe. we know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Gardner is brings him into they uh, bring that's him the into rumor. the MCU, uh, uh, you know, TVA situation. Yeah, we'll see what happens. There could be there's going to be a lot of fun stuff I think for this. Oh, one. for sure. It's directed by Sean Levy. Uh, which is uh, kind of a risk. He's not necessarily the most reliable director. Um, did he do the first one, though? No, he did not. Who did the first two? David Leach. Did the first two? Yes. Why didn't he do the third one? Busy boy. Um, um, creative differences? No, I think Ryan Reynolds meshed really well with Sean Levy when they made- uh, They've made a ton of the films Adam together Project now. and- um, oh. Free Guy. Free Guy. And so I think that, that they just decided to collaborate together on that. Gotcha. I do like Free Guy. David Leach is also I like pretty f- busy. I like Free Guy a lot. What was he doing now? He did Bullet Train and um, uh, Fall Guy. That's fair. He's busy. He's busy. The Adam Project was great. It was pretty I, good. I didn't, like, I didn't dislike the Adam Project at all. Well. What's wrong with you guys? It was good. It no, was, that's what I'm saying. I, I liked it. It was pretty good. I'd like to go back and listen to the episode that we talked about it because I'm pretty sure Brad's like, it was really good. No. Do you know what David Leach did instead, though? Fall Guy. Uh, I thought there was another one too. No, oh, Bullet Train. Ja- oh, okay, John Wick Chapter Four, right? No, he was only executive he's, yeah, producer. Yeah, producer on that. Just EP. Okay. Yeah, because he directed the first one. But like most of it, mo- most everything you love about John Wick isn't because of David Leach. No, no, oh, really? Because okay. it's Keanu Reeves. You say Skeet Ulrich? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said Skeet Reeves. Oh, I thought you said Skeet Ulrich. 
I said, I said it's Keanu Reeves, but it came out. I, I, I was so excited to discover that it's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu Reeves, the architect of the John Wick universe. You know, it's he goes from chain reaction to John Wick seamlessly. <laughs> and I was, I was getting ready to be like, of course, of course, it's The final trailer that we will talk about. Yeah, uh, this is great. And maybe you didn't know this movie was coming because uh, if, if this was the only, this is the only time I got surprised. Yeah, it's um people. This movie wasn't a secret. It was announced, and everyone knew, uh, people knew it was coming if they were paying attention. But you didn't see a trailer for it, right? No, no. This is the first trailer that ever yeah. came out. Yeah. Uh, so the, the first trailer for Twisters, the sequel to Twister, uh, and I'm pretty excited about this. It one. looks. Um, this is how you do a trailer. We're talking about this. This is how you do a trailer. Yeah. It's got nods to the original without stealing any lines from the original. Mm-hmm. It's. You know, there's they're in the car side by side, which if you remember from the original, there was always about uh, Carrie El El Elvis. Carrie Elvis's character was the bad guy. Yeah, his name just. I, saw, his I, I never name. say it right. I never say it right. So, just but they, change the W to a V and just yeah. call him Carrie Elves. Exactly. Don't do that. That's a different person. <laughs> Carrie Elways. Is what I'm saying. No, but anyway, in the original, you know, they, they these side by side truck scenes where they were they were trying to talk to each other, literally through the glass of the windows and flipping each other off, uh, especially in a, kind of this fun little back and forth they have. They have a scene like that in the trailer. Yeah, but it's not again. There's no direct lines. It just kind of it feels very much like the original, it especially feels. like the tornadoes. I'm excited about this film because uh, uh, Lee Isaac Chung directed this, and I've been trying to get you guys to watch this film. I know you guys won't, but it's uh, he directed a film called Minari. Motherfucker, I, 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 Minari was on my top ten list that year, and like it's a fucking great movie. Yeah, because you read about it, and you're like, I gotta include this. Exactly. I, I don't you, want to you're like, oh, Nate said it's good, so I'm, I'm going to see this film. I just, I'm just <laughs> glad you took the time, and you didn't sit put, on your ass and not watch it like Looper. I'm going to put Spirited Away up there. I've never seen it, but it's pretty good. I've never seen Spirited Away. I'm actually not a, not a Miyazaki person. I've never seen any Miyazaki film. But that's evidently on like oh, I feel all, bad all of the top ten lists of like greatest movies of all time. I know it's just not my style. But doesn't it excite you a little bit to see him direct this? Like have a have a kind of a big budget film to see what he can do. For sure. I mean, it's the the footage looks great already. This is a two hundred million dollar budget. I'm always film. concerned. They're expecting big. Things. I'm always concerned when they give indie directors a big shot at big movies like this because it's such a big jump. They're like it didn't work out so well for Colin Trevorrow for Jurassic World or the Marvels. Uh, what was Mark, it? Or, Mark, uh, not the Marvels. Uh, Eternals. What was her name? Um. Uh, fuck. What is for the director's name? Get a, get a, get a no, no. Uh, Asian director. I can't remember her name. Uh, Gatabe. That's Gabriel Sidibe is the star of Precious. <laughs> I know. I'm just based saying on names. the novel Push by Safran. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that without finishing it out. You can't. It's I think impossible. It is you can't say Chloe's out. Without Chloe Zhao. Yes, thank you. Um, based on the novel Push. <laughs> wasn't she an indie director though too? <laughs> yes, she was. Uh, and Mark Webb, you know, he did 500 Days of Summer, and then he got Amazing Madame Spider-Man. Um, so it's <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it's always worrisome. This I hope this works out. And here's the thing. Uh, anybody who loves Twister, y- you can acknowledge that Twister is a lot of fun. It's not the best movie, you know. Oh, but it's just so fun. It is. It's just so fun. It's a great cast. It's it a very, a, a very thrilling it movie. Is a blockbuster. It's a great summer blockbuster, yeah. and this looks like it has the, hopefully this the same kind of the feel to it. Uh, having Glenn Powell in it is a lot of fun. Do you guys think he's handsome? <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. Me too. Him and Dev Patel can both get it. He he also this because of Top Gun Maverick. And having Glenn in this film, it feels like okay. Here's another version yeah. of like an update that's also going to be good. Like I've got confidence because he's in it. And the other lead is Daisy we... Edgar Jones uh, from uh, Fresh with Sebastian Stan. Um, I, I she also did uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. Yes, 
Um, and uh, yeah, so they. I'm still not sure if either of the characters are meant to be descendants of right. Helen Hunt or uh, Bill Paxton's characters. Uh, that was what was supposed to happen when they were supposed to have Helen Hunt in the movie, but that didn't work out apparently unless they were able to figure something out and made it afterwards. Glenn Powell is going to be Carrie Elves' son. That's possible. Um, and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and Daisy Edgar Jones could very well still be Helen Hunt's daughter. You know, who knows? Um, we'll, we'll find out hopefully sooner than later. And I mean, Ramos is in this the, film as the well. Factor that they've, the fact that they've got uh, the Dorothy machine in there, there's still, there's going to be some, some connection. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah, so, I mean, well, and, and may, maybe not to the characters, but I mean, you know, because like they could easily just be- they found it in a barn. Technology that is available because they, you know, created it and patented it and everything. So. Kieran Shipka is in this. I didn't see her in the trailer, did you? I don't remember I don't seeing think so. her. Yeah, is it Kieran Culkin? Kieran Shipka. Oh, different person. Yeah. Sabrina. The Teenage Witch? Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's it. That's what, anything else? That's the, that, those are all the Super Bowl trailers. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Does anybody want my when last is, when piece is, of chocolate? When does no. Twisters, <laughs> no. when when Twisters come out, Nate? Uh, Twisters comes out July 19th, 2024. Big Sama movie. Yeah, that's yeah, what, like, oh, like a week before Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, I'm so freaking excited about some of the summer blocks. Seriously, I, I really am. I, I I anticipate a strong return to the theater for your old boy Benny. Because I feel like it's been. I mean, February is typically a lame month, right? Or January, February is pretty typical for lame. Yeah, honestly, the first quarter is usually pretty lame. But yeah. I I really do want to get back to like. Thursday night, seven o'clock. Yep, get into the theater, seeing the blockbuster. There's always we'll, a movie we'll see. to see. You don't right? even like to go to the movies anymore. No, like I said, I don't, Brad. But these, some of these movies make me want to. Well, well, Not I'll Wicked. Believe, I'll believe when I see it. But Deadpool. Did you guys 3. see Lisa Frankenstein yet? No, I've heard it's fun though. Is it? I want to see that. Fun, like Nate says, fun, fine. No, I hear it's fun. No, but Nate, when you say fun, you mean eh, it's fine. Fun. Yeah. No, I don't. Fun. Yeah, I don't. Uh, work what about on, work on your inflection? Hey, tell me which movies in March are you guys going to see in the theater? Doom Part Two. Yep. Are you? Yep. Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire. Nope. <laughs> really? Nah, nah, just kidding. Of I'll actually see that one. Uh, Godzilla vs Kong or Godzilla X Kong: The New Empire. I'll be there. Kung Fu Panda Four. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the Land of Satan Sinners. I'm not sure what that is. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> what about Imaginary? I won't see that in the theater. I think I'll see it in the theater. My mom likes to see horror movies in theater, so. All right. Uh, and then April Civil War? What's Civil War? Oh, that's the one that's A24. Oh, yeah. that's right. I don't. I would actually like to see that in the theater. I don't know that I will. But yeah, you won't. The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. That looks good. Guy Ritchie's new movie. Yeah, I don't, think, we, I don't <laughs> think we reviewed that. I was going to say, is that, a, about the trailer yet? No. is that a Matthew Vaughn film? That's, it sounds like a Matthew Guy, Vaughn Guy Ritchie, film. close. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, it should be fun. That's in April. April isn't a huge month either. No, honestly. but they bring no. April showers. Bring May flowers. Yeah, and May flowers. In this and case, May we, is Furiosa, exactly. Mad Max Saga. Hell yeah! yeah. Yes, yes, Kingdom yes. of the Planet of the Apes. Hell yeah! The Fall Guy. Hell yeah! Lilo and Stitch. Hell maybe. <laughs> Hell maybe. The Garfield movie. Oh, oh yeah! If Meow Memorial Day here it <laughs> comes. Meow Memorial Day 2024. <laughs> if I'm seeing If in the theater, I love If. Oh, okay, I can't wait. All right. That's May it. the lasagna be with you. Mm. You know, Garfield. And that's going to make like a billion dollars. No, Garfield uh, is the first movie. I just read this on Reddit as the first movie in uh, 15 years to premiere on a Monday. Why? Because Garfield hates Monday, so they're doing it a little time. That's Are they really releasing it on a Monday? No. That's- Oh, no, that, that would be clever. Exactly. <laughs> that's that, like, that's that would have been clever as hell, but they're not going to do it because the, they're fucking assholes. The press screen might be on a Monday, so if I hate it, it, it almost always out. is, isn't it? <laughs> if I hate it. No, sometimes it's on a Tuesday. 
this is great <laughs> ways to end the show, guys. But like very rarely is that Alex Pappas just drove his car off the road <laughs> and, cut, and purposely into an oak tree and then card called Charlie Young and said, I'm never listening to I want a Saturday once. This is it. This, this is the this final is the one. straw. Brad's talking about, it's coming on a Tuesday. Well, I had one on a Wednesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not usually Friday, though. Oh, Almost. I, I, why are we still doing this? <laughs> uh, for Nate, for Brad, fuck off. Almost never a Sunday. Bye, <laughs> bye everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?